I'm going to play a clip for you. Now, here's what I'll say. Um, if you have kids, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a clip of President Trump. That's another thing, too. I, I pray sometimes that he will just, like, one morning he goes, hey, y'all, I took the day off. Like, they never, like, say it like that. Like, the president's off today. <laughs> like, he, took, <laughs> he had to take a sick day. They would just stack it up. He's just, he, nah, he's not answering anything. He's not doing anything. He told us to leave him alone. Uh, but, man, he keeps on uh, putting it out there. He did a CBS interview. I don't know if any of you heard any of the clips that are going around about the CBS interview that he did. No, I have not. Oh, oh, Mo, I would love for you to hear this. Just a warning. Um, I was a little taken aback because, to me, the president sounded angry. And I was just like, why so angry, man? It's just the, you know, you do a lot of interviews, and I hope you're not making decisions when you're angry like that. Like, what are you so mad about? Okay, here's the clip of the president um, being asked. This is a portion of the interview. He's being asked about uh, Black Lives Matter and uh, George, uh, George Floyd and the stuff that's going on today. And then this is probably one of the most interesting interview questions and answer exchanges I've ever heard with uh, President Trump. Here we go. Let's talk about George Floyd. You said George Floyd's death was a terrible thing. Terrible. Why are African Americans still dying at the hands of law enforcement in this country? And so are white people. So are white people. What a terrible question to ask. So are white people. More well, white a- people, by the way. More white people. All right, there you go. He went on. Um, but you have to see the you, you 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 know that's a false statement, right? It's well, a misleading well, well, statement. Well, 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 we don't even have to get to that. We can't get to that before we get to. He seemed pissed. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm looking at him in in every capacity as the leader of every American, and I need to be able to look at the guy and go, "That's my leader. He has everybody's best interests in mind," and. And that does not sound like it's coming from a person that has my best interest in mind. He sounded defensive. He sounded, he just sounded, and Mo, you have to, like hearing the audio doesn't do it justice. He was out, he looked, he was hot, he was sweaty. Yeah, yeah, hearing the audio, I did, I remember that I have seen the footage. And yeah, yeah, he he was, uh, it was either Florida hot. Or he was, uh, or, or the job was, pressure hot. <laughs> yeah, the, the job was good. Looked like he just came out of the tanning booth, and I think that's why he was a little upset because they cut his his orange time short. I think in that interview, because I watched the whole thing, I think he did make mention of how hot it was. And when he was in the rose garden earlier, he mentioned how well we can stay here all day. I think that's what he doing. He got that that Washington D.C. summer, <laughs> and he says, "Hold up, when is it getting the hottest?" Oh, uh, three o'clock. Okay, we're gonna have a press conference at three o'clock. So if they want to ask me a question, <laughs> yo, they're gonna roast. <laughs> so um It do get hot in DC, I can attest to that. <laughs> okay, so before we go on, the I would call it I would call this part the minutiae, but not not really. It's very important to point out that when you talk about numbers, um and you're talking about uh black people being killed by uh police disproportionately then you have to do a, a simple math a, a math lesson. When he says, so do white people, so do white people. Yes, because there are more white people. They're well, they're, they will have more exchanges with the cops, and a percentage of those exchanges will be fatal. I will add, before I give you the, the rest of it, but those parts aren't necessarily because of their race. Moving on. 
when you have black people, all black people in this country being 13% of the population, you find them three times more likely to have fatal interactions with the police. That's a concentrate, that's a smaller number that has a concentrated amount of focus which yields results. And that you can add in has something to do with the skin color as well. And that's how you get over-policing, targeted policing, and you get the problems that we have now and that people are marching about. So it's a numbers thing. And if let me put it in perspective in another way. Welfare. There are more white people on welfare because there's more white people. But by percentage, there's more minorities and people of color on welfare by percentage. Why are those percentages the way they are? Read your history books. It's going to take a while. We won't be on the air when you get the, uh, the oh, when you get that moment. We won't be on the air, but we will still be here to support you. 727. I guess I should know the rest of the numbers before I launch into the 727. 579 1025. My man. And 800 771 1025. Okay. Are those our calls on the line? No. No. Well, no. Screw it. Yeah, my bad. Let me. Mo. Organize that. I hope, yes. I, did, I, hope I did an adequate job of uh, explaining the difference, but. It, 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 oh, the, it, no. Yeah. You broke down the numbers. Yeah. It will, that, never, it will what, never fall on people. People will never understand the numbers. Right. And that's why I hate conversations with numbers, because if you give numbers and you and you don't give a, a complete breakdown, they can be very, very misleading. But, you can, you, but, a lot but of the, people like to do that. But the numbers are skewed because when we have conversations and they're about race and they're about black and white, people say black and white as if you're saying it's a 50 50 population. Correct. Correct. And, and, and that's the part they don't understand. It's almost like uh, we're 13% and I think white Americans are 70%. Yeah. Like, where's the competition? Like, like it's not, it's just kind of plain, right? It's, it's just, you can just see it right there. And so people right. don't, Correct. They, they don't understand the numbers and how those numbers historically moving forward, how things move with those numbers. And then, I mean, the reason why America is the way it is, it's, it's there for a reason. There were decisions made, there were policies, and then there's also uh, the way people interact and the way people are socialized in this country and you know you you stick with your group because you feel like that's the only group that has your back and in certain ways it gets down to a a basic kind of thing let's talk to some people shall we yeah um mo those comments were in the cbs article i mean those the, 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 oh, okay it, it just he was basically without doing a number breakdown making a numbers argument and he could have done that in a better way that didn't make him sound just because you can just take that the way I heard it and the way a lot of people will hear it and go, man, he sounds mad. And he's so do I, baby. Like he's like, what? Dude, dude, we not, calm down. You're the president. Calm down. You're the president. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that, that's what it seemed like when really he was trying to articulate without breaking down numbers. Let's talk to Tony on line one if we can. Tony, what's going on, man? You're on the Soul Brother Kevin show. How you guys doing? Hey, man, it's pretty good. It's hump day. We're almost there. I just want to say one thing. I've actually uh, just fell upon this radio station, but I think I was listening to you back in Orlando a couple of years ago, no? Yes, you were. I was on um, Real Radio there. And no, sir, we fell upon you. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, uh, and by the way, great, uh, great show. Every night on the way home, I laugh <laughs> just as much as you guys do. Oh, what the but, uh, the whole Trump situation, I think he pretty much stepped in it again. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, uh, if, if you're counting at home, I don't know what the count is of the stepping in it at this point. <laughs> what did you, um, how did you, you saw the interview? Uh, no, but I'm just going off of what uh, your discussion was uh, to begin the show with. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I agree with you in a sense that he stepped in it, but I also agree with Mo in the fact that I think it might have been skewed a little bit, but I haven't seen the whole thing. Well, what do you mean skewed? Uh, sometimes they're, you know, get the whole uh, context of the conversation uh, without really seeing it. You can't really make a comment on it. At least I can't. But I, it does sound like he step, stepped in it pretty bad again. Oh, well, he did. He did, Tony. Um, And uh, we appreciate you listening, man. Welcome to the area, if you're new. <clears throat> yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you guys have a great night. And remember, if you're new to the Tampa Bay area, the motto, unofficial motto, motto is COVID-free is the way to be. Pass that along. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just hearing it, but I'll pass it along. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't hear It's been trending. It's been trending. <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> Mo, he... um. He said it's, it was, I don't know, I didn't really know what he meant when he just said it was skewed a little bit. Oh, and I guess if, it, well, I guess what I'm saying is that we can do this uh, when we go to break. I can find it because if you're saying I played a clip and I might have taken something out of context, that clip started with a question and ended with him with a, with a statement with a period. And there's no context in it. But if you want me to put it in context for you. The question before that was about the rebel flag, and that piece of audio is worse than this. I just wanted to keep it short and sweet because it's a short show on Wednesday, and I was just trying not to just beat up on Trump today, but he opened his mouth. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice of you, Kevin. He started talking, and I was listening, and I'm a voter, so I had to respond with just, um, well, I didn't. I don't have to respond, but I do have a platform where I can listen and see what other people think, and that's what that's what I like to do, Mo. You know, we just like to see what people are thinking out there because um, clearly there's a lot going on, and I'm glad he's starting to address it. Well, he told it was a stupid question. Isn't oh, he, did, he said but, that. Yeah, he said that's a dumb question. That's a stupid question. Hey, Jar, find the clip again. Fire that sucker up. It's only like 19 seconds. It, and that's my thing also. He says so much in saying so little. When she says, why, I, why are blacks still disproportionately killed by the police? That's a stupid question is what he responded. What a stupid question. That's why people are outraged. Can we get some direction and leadership on that question? But first you have to think it's not stupid. And you can answer that question and 100% back law enforcement. It's not either or. It's not either or. It's actually or <laughs> like we want we want the police and we want good policing and we want those numbers that are disproportionate to go away by changes that are made and changes mean you sit down, you engage, you have a plan and then you do something. And when you walk away, the community is supposed to be better for everybody and safer for the police to police us. And then there's a different relationship. And in a generation we don't have to feel the way we feel now, and, and police don't have to feel the way they feel now. All right. Let's talk to. Oh, I'm talking oh, about, can pro I say I'm that about can, progress. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah. 
Can I say this? I think for any president, and I'm not going to put this on Trump, although I don't know that I've heard it from any other president, but I think for any president to say to a reporter, that's a stupid question, means that they don't, they don't get the fundamental, they don't, there's something that they don't get fundamentally about the job in so much as there's a lot of stupid people in America and you represent them too. And they are probably going to, I'm not saying the question was stupid because it wasn't, but say it was a stupid question. Right. It's probably a question a good majority of Americans are, want, want the answer to. And you, when you get voted in, you are the president of not just the people that voted for you, but the people that didn't and the people that weren't decided. And we have stupid yes. people in this country. So if somebody asks you a stupid question, give those stupid people their stupid answer. I think but don't st- let them know that you know that they're stupid. I think a stupid question when you have a moment, a one-on-one interview with the president that's going to be on a national news network. I think a stupid question is a question that's not in the top five you know, my like top of mind to every American. Like, what is the? I'm gonna ask you something about the 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 economy, the virus, the uh the, the racial tension. I'm gonna ask you something about stuff that's been going on, something relevant. Now, right. if I was to ask you well, something right. pop culture related, now that's uh, like, a stupid question. Right? If I if she were to go, so what do you think about this Nick Cannon thing? Now oh. that's a stupid question. <laughs> that's a stupid question. <laughs> well. I don't. I don't I know. Mean for I don't, him, not, I know, not for us. But I don't for know. Him. I don't. I'm not familiar with any Nick Cannon thing. Oh, really? I don't know. I know. I, I don't know anything about it at all. Did he do something? Did he say something? A, a, a little bit. I haven't heard. <laughs> yeah. Any, I haven't heard anything right right now, Mo. What I'm trying to do is talk to Michelle on line two a little bit more <laughs> and a little less about Nick Cannon. <laughs> uh, Actually, I'm so glad to get the opportunity. I listen to you every day. I'm so glad to get the opportunity to speak to you. How you doing, Michelle? Uh, first of all. I'm I'm good. Um, you're, I I I just really like you. I think you're a really um, very intelligent guy. Okay, so I enjoy listening to you every day. Well, thanks. I I think that um, the, our president is definitely racist. Um, I mm. hate saying that word almost. I almost cringe when I say that word now. I just don't like it at all. But I do believe that he doesn't. You know, he just doesn't have all of our. Um, all of our, he's doing this at a very, um, very narrow lens in everything he says. So it's so many things we could just pick apart that he says. Right. Um, I could do it all day long. But I have a question for you. Yes. And I've been dying because I listen to you every day, and, and there's certain things that you say, some things I agree with, some things I don't. But do you think that all of us are a bit racist to, to some degree? And I, like I said, I hate the word, but I don't know how else to phrase it. But to ask you that, from your culture to my culture, because now I see everything getting more tense and more ugly in everything that's happening around us. And so I'm just wondering your opinion on it from both sides. Do you feel like we're all racist to some degree for some different kind of culture? Um, you know, Michelle, you asked me a very difficult question because I find it, I find that I when it comes to what the definition of racism is, I I don't necessarily agree. Most people I find don't agree with me on the definition of racism, like what it actually is. So it's kind of hard for me to even, and people say, oh, I have a lot of racist conversations. I'm like, you don't even know my definition. Mo and I don't have the same definition of what racism is. 
But no, we do not. But but so we don't go into a long, long drawn out thing about that. I'll just say I believe racism is about power and not some thought I have in my mind. I can be racist all day, but um, if I'm racist versus my boss, he's gonna win. <laughs> like if I'm racist versus this, I'm ra- I'm the racist person and the decision maker is racist. If we both decide to act on that racism, who's gonna win? It's going to he's going to win. And I'm just going to have this thought that only really affects me in my head. I think racism is about power. And and so that's how I feel. Um, If someone just gives you a dirty look or they call you the C word, they don't like you or whatever. And I didn't mean C word as to women. I meant like a uh, like a, um, um, you know, like a uh, what am I trying to say, fellas? What word am I trying to say? C word like uh, the C.R.A. word. Crazy. Like a risk. Cracker. Oh man, see, I don't really, I don't really, I, I like to say, uh, I say wafer. I, I, I don't like to saltine. Saltine. Yeah. Here, here's so, so I guess I'm not really. I don't know if I'm really answering your question, but I will end it by saying, I believe that every, I, I believe there's biases, and I believe that a lot of the things that we call racism may be some other things. But to answer your question, I believe everybody can be racist. I believe there's racism, black on black racism, um, black on white racism, white on black. I believe that in any concept. Yes, everyone can do that. But then to do that also, the second part is of it. Racism comes from you feeling like you are superior to someone and the other person is inferior. That's another component of it. I don't feel I don't walk around feeling like I'm superior to anyone. I feel like, hey, we're all the same in that sense. When it comes to a skin tone, we're the same. Um, But then you can look at what I'm saying and then you can look how things have played out in society. Right. Let's say all of the black people that are poor and disenfranchised are racist. How have they used that racism to benefit themselves? They have no power. They don't own anything. As opposed to all the stuff they burned down that's owned by somebody else. Now, if those people were racist, they can say, we're going to take our businesses out of your neighborhood. We're going to not give you jobs. We're not going to give you fair housing loans. And we're going to redline. And we're going to make it where you, you have to live in a slum. Man, to me, that sounds like people making power moves. And they don't like my skin color. To me, that's racism when you can affect someone, not just some me and a bunch of five broke dudes sitting around talking about how the man holding us down. We're not racist. We're 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 probably I can't use the words I want to use. We're screwed. Probably. I see a lot of sadness in in what's going on. And that's why when I see somebody doing something that's totally ridiculous, I go, man, you got to pay the price. But good Lord, how did you end up like that? Like, what is going on? I'm just rambling, Michelle. Um, what's going on as far as racism? What do you think? Well, what you said was pretty brilliant there because I remember um, I'm older. My my, I was raised by my grandparents, and um, we had many white friends, black friends. It, it was never like an issue. It was just normal. And I'm I'm almost sixty years old. Um, but what my grandmother was very racist against the Japanese. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was like every other conversation. She hated the Japanese. And I guess because her brother died and her husband, you know, my grandfather was in the war. So she had like a hatred. 
Um, so, and I thought back about, how, you know, how many years I heard that, you know, and why that mattered to her and what happened in her life based on her experiences, okay? And I thought to myself, you know, and I see it. I, I felt it, okay, as a white woman. I felt like, I, I've said that to my son, so I kind of want to have an honest conversation with you. I said, I feel like there has been reverse racism. He actually laughed at me and he said, there's no such thing, Mom. My son's 20. There's no such thing as reverse racism. I said, sure there is. And he laughed. He said, no, there isn't. Okay? And it's just the, the way he feels is like we're, you know, you know, he doesn't see it that way. And I just kind of wondered, because I think you're a smart guy. I listen to you every day, how you felt about this. I don't know all the answers to any of this. I just know that there's a tension now. I don't like it. I don't like the feeling that's right. I don't like what I see. I, I almost don't even want to be on social media because right. it's either one way or another and people just being mean to each other. I, I don't, but I, you know, we talk about it all the time. I just don't know what the solution is. I, I think, I, there you go. I think you just said what the solution is. We talk about it. You have to keep talking about it. Um, I, I, I had to check myself, Michelle, with what was going on, you know, and having feelings of watching people protest and go, is this sincere? Is this real? And I decided to stop questioning it and, and, and support it and support what people were doing. I can't get out in the street in March. I wish I could, but I see people doing it. So I'm not going to question whether they're where, where they're where their intentions are coming from when they're actually out in the street. And, and then, you know, um, I also would be famous for saying I hear a lot of black people say this when white people ask them questions and they go, hey, what about this? What about that? And then you'll go back and go, man, I can't believe they asked me this. I can't believe they asked me this. And it's not my job to tell you. Do you Googles? Google, Google. And then I thought about it in this moment. I believe if people are reaching out to you, you need to reach back. So if people are saying, hey, Kevin, I don't understand this. If you're coming to me and you think enough of me to ask me anything about anything, I, I, I don't need to send you away because you're making an effort. I need to embrace that effort. Even if I don't agree with everything we're talking about, I embrace the effort that you're making to try to talk to me. And that's what's been missing. When we talk, we can't understand until we talk. And I've been closed down. I've been shut down to ideas and people saying, nah, I'm not trying to hear it. I'm not trying to hear it. But now I would like to think that I'm more receptive to things. And, and, and I think I'm a better person because I've, you got to have the uncomfortable conversation. You don't have to be mad at each other and nasty because you disagree, but you have to hear each other and you have to try. You just have to try. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, sir. I couldn't agree with you more. And it sounds like you're doing a great I, I do, job. I feel uncomfortable at times even wanting to talk about it, but I, you're right. I, you got to talk about it so it's not uncomfortable and I don't want to see the division. And I really think, and then this is the last thing and I'll let you go. I really thought about this a long time and all the conspiracy theories and listen, I, I, I'm not a scholar by any means, but I am, I, I, I would think I have common sense. I'd like to think so. Right. I really do believe that there's more behind people trying to divide us. Um, I, I, oh, you don't I think, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, think yeah. I didn't use, maybe I was naive. I didn't want to think that there was maybe that power behind us is trying to divide because we're certainly not coming together, and you know what? We have a, we've got enemies that are that that don't like us. So, so Michelle, so I don't understand that. With that being said, now is the time to talk to people even more. If you feel like there's somebody trying to divide us, then we need to have uh, we need to have our side together too, because we're under attack. We just want to be happy. Hey, I agree. 
Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. I don't. Yeah, but I I want to say one last thing. I don't. You know, I'm not going to say that. You know, the protesters don't have a right. I just think that they're losing momentum, and there's other ways to do this. You know, with smarter people than maybe me or you. I think there's other ways of doing this. I think they've got the attention now. It's what they do with it. And I really pray about that, that they lose momentum and do stupid things to where we can't go forward together. Well, here we go. The best thing that can happen is show up at the polls in November.